beat that makes you go, hmm. You're watching the official Obama is Osama Network. You go, hmm. uh, with respect to uh, E-Verify, uh, we need comprehensive immigration reform. I've said it before, I will say it again, I will say it next week, and I'll say it six months from now. We've got to have a system that makes sure that we uphold our tradition as a nation of laws, and that we also uphold our tradition as a nation of immigrants. And that means tough border security, going after employers that uh, are illegally hiring and exploiting workers, making sure that uh, we also have a pathway uh, for uh, legal status for those who are living in the shadows right now. We may not be able to get everything that I would like to see in a package, but we have to have a balanced package. Uh, E-Verify can be an important enforcement tool if it's not riddled with errors, if uh, U.S. citizens are protected, uh, because uh, what I don't want is a situation in which uh, employers are forced to set up a system that they can't be certain works. Uh, and we don't want to expose employers to the risk where they end up rejecting a qualified candidate for a job uh, because the list says that that person's an illegal immigrant, and it turns out that the person isn't an Ill illegal immigrant. Uh, that wouldn't be fair for the employee and would probably get the employer in trouble as well. Uh, so I think the goal right now is to let's continue to see if we can perfect the E-Verify system. Let's make sure that we have safeguards in place to prevent the kind of scenarios that I talked about. The only people who don't want to disclose the truth or people with something to hide. Linda, I'm, I'm going to hush for just a moment. I'm going to let you tell folks exactly who you are and what brought you into this whole Obama scandal, this identity scandal, and the connections that you have with the Arpaio investigation and Susan Daniels, et cetera. And then shortly, four or five minutes after that, we'll take a break. And when we come back, I'm going to get you to tell the story of what has happened in this Supreme Court case in Washington State. And uh, then I have some questions for you about that. Is that okay if we take it like oh, that? Oh, yeah, excellent. Okay. All right, talk to us. Tell us who you are and how you got involved in all of this. Well, I'm, I'm an average person, an ordinary person. I'm a housewife, I'm a mother, um, raised three children, um, live in Washington State. And, um, you know, I, in 2008, when Obama came onto the scene, I, I was opposed to him. He, he stands for things that I'm adamantly opposed. Right. But I was content at that time to vote against him redo a little bit of research and, and encourage others to vote against him. Um, right. But, it, it, uh, gosh, around August or uh, the summer of 2011, I read a report by Susan Daniels, mm -hmm. a private investigator out of Ohio, about Obama's um, 
phony Social Security number, right. so which you did, was you, issued. So I'm sorry. So we've got a little delay. I'm so sorry. So, mm -hmm. so in other words, you didn't really get involved in his identity scandal until 2011, right? Right. Absolutely. Okay. Go ahead. I read her report. I was very impressed uh, by it. I, I did some research on her as much as as I could, and, and I just thought she was a real stand-up person, mm -hmm. an investigator who is well respected in Ohio. That yeah. the, the the work that she does is used by lawyers in courtrooms all the time, right. and we've, yet it was being ignored. Yeah, we've had her on the program before, so yeah, you're right. She is a stand-up woman. She is. So, I, you know, I just – and then Terry Lakin and, and other instances of people that were sticking their neck out there right. to do something – and nobody with the authority and the responsibility to defend our nation, defend the White House, to uphold the law was doing anything. Right. And I just thought, you know, I can't continue to wait for someone to ride in on a, on a white horse and save us. Right. We have to do something. Clearly, this is one of those circumstances in history at this point in time where we, the people, have to do something. Yes, I agree. And that included me. And I'm not a brave person. And... I just thought I have to do something in particular. I was thinking of Susan Daniels' research on the Social Security number. So I ruminated on it for a long time, and, and I decided that I was one of Barack Obama's employers and that I had the um, authority to run his Social Security number through what's a government-run program called the E-Verify system that employers use in order to determine if their employees are eligible to work in the United States. All right, let me August. let me ask you a question there because mm -hmm. now I'm I just I do not know the answer to this and I probably should. Uh, mm -hmm. Do as an employer, I, I mean, to use E-Verify, do you have to have special credentials or special permission, or can just anybody access it? Do you have to be an employer? I mean, tell us about that. Uh, you have to be an employer. Okay, and that's so I so I was prepared. I knew it was a for me it was a gray area. I'm sure legally. I was prepared to argue that I was one of his many employers. Oh, okay. I had, I, I had the legal responsibility to find out if he was eligible to work. Right. So it's a chance I took. I prayed about it, thought about it a lot. My husband was not very happy, but uh, I just felt that it, it really needed to be done. So I, I did that on uh, August 2011, at the end of August, and it came back that he was not eligible to work in the United States, or he failed to verify other words. Right, right. By, by the Social Security number that you used, which is the Social Security uses. number that he's using right now. Yes. Yeah, yes. okay. So I did that, and what was interesting is the, the very day that that story broke, it was September 11, 2011. Oh, wow. And I was at the grocery store, and I was kind of scared, I have to tell you. I was afraid of what would happen to me. And so I was at the store, I bought my groceries, was checking out, and the cashier uh, gives me my change, tells me how much I saved, give me my change, and she says, well, here you are, Miss Jordan, you, your change is 9-11. And then she kind of <sighs> stops, she goes, you just got back 9-11 on 9-11. And I my was encouraged by, of all things, this, this Safeway grocery store receipt, this flimsy little piece of paper that encouraged me to be brave in the defense of my country. I took that. For me, that was straight from God, yeah. that, okay, Linda, have faith, have courage, and, and keep going forward. So I did that, and, and I think it had some impact, but of course not with people in authority and power. And so I, I spent a whole year working on a case 
uh, to challenge uh, Obama's placement, the placement of his name on the general election ballot here in Washington State. Right. Linda, and, are you there? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. go ahead. All right, so you spent a year uh, yeah, challenging uh, the placement of his name on the, on the ballot. Go ahead. Right, so I, I filed it in August, uh, August 27th. It was dismissed on August 29th. Uh-huh. I filed an appeal to the Supreme Court in Washington State on September 4th. It was dismissed as frivolous on December 4th. And sanctions were awarded, and, and, and basically what that means is that if a lawyer can get a case dismissed based on it being frivolous, then they can get um, sanctions to pay the attorney fees. Right. Uh, if it's not found to be frivolous, they can't get that money right. because I have the right to access our judicial system. Right. I, I can't be penalized for it. The only way to be penalized for it is if they say, oh, this is so frivolous. Nobody with a brain in their head would even think any of this is true. Right. And so that's what a panel uh, of five justices on the Washington State Supreme Court concluded. And they sanctioned me on January 10th, almost $13,000. Yeah. All right. Here's what we're going to do, Linda. I want to ask you a lot of questions about all of that because it, mm-hmm. it, it just it, your story just blows me away. And I'm sure our listeners are, are have their jaws on the ground right now. So let's take a quick break. We're going to take a time out. When we come back, Linda Jordan will tell us her story and more about what happened with the Washington State Supreme Court fining her $13,000 because she challenged Barack Obama's eligibility to be president because the social security number that he is using was entered into V-Verify, E-Verify, and came back that he's not qualified to work in the United States of America. But that's frivolous. Yeah, we'll talk more about that when we come back. You're listening to Freedom Friday, Carl Gallops. Linda Jordan, of course, is a uh, homemaker out of Washington State, and she's been involved in the Obama identity crisis for several years. And uh, she she made headlines of WND and uh, and several other uh, internet news sources some years back when she uh, challenged Barack Obama's use of his uh, social security number because she ran it in E-Verify and it kicked it back as him being ineligible to work in the United States. So in the meantime, uh, she wound up with her case uh, coming. Before before the Washington State Supreme Court, and instead of giving her any kind of due process or a hearing of the facts, uh, you know, a hearing of the case, uh, the state uh, a panel of five Supreme Court justices uh, just dismissed it as frivolous and fined her $13,000 for filing a legal challenge against what appears to be an illegal president. Did I pretty much say it correctly, Linda? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Well, let me just ask you, Linda. So, so the Supreme Court dismisses your claim as frivolous, and you and I and our listeners know there's nothing frivolous at all about taking that Social Security number, which we know for a fact that he is using right now and has used for years, and putting it in E-Verify, and E-Verify kicking it back that it's it's ineligible, it's illegal, it's, uh, um, you know, he's he's not qualified to work. In other words, he can't pick tomatoes in California, but right. he's sitting in the White House as commander-in-chief. There's nothing frivolous about that. So, did it, so the Washington State Supreme Court just dismisses it as frivolous, but did they give you any reasoning for that? Did they say why? Did they run the, uh, the, the number? I mean, wh- wh- why would they dismiss it as frivolous? What do you know about that? Yeah, there was no um, evidence given or no reason given by the Supreme Court 
the panel of five ju- judges, including the chief justice. Uh, they just said dismissed as frivolous, sanctions awarded. There was no evidentiary hearing at the superior court level. Uh, the Supreme Court justices just turned a blind eye to, I think I had 61 exhibits introduced as evidence. And um, the forged birth certificate was the primary one because that's what he used to prove that he was eligible to be on the ballot in Washington state. Right. Um, that's what got him on the ballot and into the White House. And, and I was simply saying, you know, forged documents, forged ID cannot get you into a, a cheap bar on a Saturday night. How can it get you into the White House? Yeah. How, how can it and, make... it, and it's, it's, it's such a bad forgery. It's such an obvious forgery. Yeah. Yeah. How can it get you the codes to the nuclear armament of the number one superpower of the world? How can it make you commander in chief? And like you said, you can't even get into a bar, uh, you know, a cheap bar right. on a Saturday night. You can't pick tomatoes down here in Florida, uh, but you can be the commander in chief. And, and, and the Supreme Court, Washington State Supreme Court says, well, that's frivolous. We're not. I mean, I mean, Linda, have I guess we've gone down the rabbit hole. Alice in Wonderland. I mean, I, I would I remember I'm naive enough to think that a state Supreme Court would take something like that and at least examine it just to see if you are a nut job or if, in fact, you, you're on to something. But apparently well, you know they didn't even look at it. What's uh, so ironic about this is in my research, I, I found case law in Washington State where uh, an elector challenged um, somebody being elected as mayor or councilman or something um, because they lived in the wrong area. Right. And this person did the research and found evidence to prove that this person did not live where they were supposed to live in order to run for this office. Right. And the court took that evidence very seriously, and they looked at it as yeah. a prior fact, yeah. like they're supposed to, mm-hmm. and they found that this guy was right. And yet here I, here I am saying, look, here's evidence that, that the person who, who holds the office of the presidency has used forged identity documents in order to to gain access to that office, here's my evidence. Will you will you look at it? And they said no. Yeah, and you had black and white evidence off the government website itself. E verify, and they would and they wouldn't even look at it. They well, wouldn't. they wouldn't look at. They wouldn't. I mean, we have black and white evidence of the Ford's birth certificate. Oh yeah, of course, of course. That's it's done. That's a done deal. Right. There's no question that it's that it's a forged document, and we have people that are willing and have signed their names onto affidavits, stake their reputation, uh, Lord Moncton, uh, other mathematicians from colleges that just say, look, look, the probabilities that this isn't forged are astronomical. Right. And, I mean, we have people that sign their names, Mara Zebes, Susan Daniels. Lots of individuals have signed their names. Yeah. They're, not, they're yeah. not hiding in the yeah. shadows share like our, Deep Throat yeah, and Watergate. Sheriff Arpaio and Lieutenant Mike Zulo yeah. and six investigators and two forensics yeah. laboratories and 16 digital document experts. And, and, and Lakin and lots yeah. of people that yeah. are getting punished, ridiculed, mocked, and, and being thrown into prison. Yeah. So, you know, you got the liberal media who will take the word of some guy with a pornographic nickname name during the Watergate era. Right. But they but they won't take the word of people that have PhDs right. and who have literally written a book on Adobe Photoshop and can say without a doubt this is a forged yeah. birth certificate. And <laughs> so so we have simply got to stand up to this and we have to keep pushing we we have to keep coming forward with ways to finally 
like someone said, find one honest judge or one judge with integrity. Somewhere, somewhere. I, I, I pray to God there's still one left in the United States. Linda, we're quickly running out of time. Quickly tell mm -hmm. us, so you were fined $13,000. Tell us what's next for you. How can America help? How can the listeners of Freedom Friday help? Do you have a website where people can help donate to help you pay this fine? I mean, what what's next? What are you doing? What can we do to help? Okay, well, some some really good people in the internet world came forward to to start up a website for me a legal defense fund uh -huh. and it's called obamaforgeries.com okay i'm surprised that that domain name was still available yeah really uh, cuz obama and forgery goes together like a coke and a smile and, <laughs> and those domain names are gone yeah but i was able to get that and so obamaforgeries.com i also have a po box okay. linda jordan mm -hmm. po box 2 8086 Seattle Washington 98118 so I'm raising money um, to defend myself I'm still exploring ways of trying to get the sanction reduced or eliminated I think I have until February 9th right to make a decision on that so we're going forward in that and and I'm not stopping on this issue yeah uh, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna try and figure out other ways that I can get at the truth Linda Jordan you are a great American the only people who don't want to disclose the truth are people with something to hide.
you're fired. I was wondering what you would say to President Obama. You're fired. that make you go hmm. You're watching the official Obama is Osama Network. Make you go, hmm.